Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. I was trying to cry because I thought of Veronica Mars again. <laughs> like, I was like, I was ready to go into it. And I was like, we never got a final episode. And then I was just, it hit me and I was stuck on stupid. Oh, man. You guys saw that happen real time. <laughs> so sad. Sorry, you guys. Right before we started recording this, Paige reminded me that... They swept Veronica Mars season three from under us just like super quickly when they decided they were going to cancel it. They didn't finish anything up. Obviously, we got the movie, but still, (laughs) hashtag never forget. Still super sad. (laughs) I am still super sad. I'm going to rewatch that entire series. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. We should do that during our break. It's only a month. Yeah, that's okay. We do not have a time. We don't have the time. We're going to watch like two episodes in that month break. Yeah, that's true. So, hello, everybody. Anyways. Hello, everybody. um, Sorry about that personal drama. Say hello to Hannah. Hannah. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Hannah. (laughs) You're the only person who has made a comeback or a return so far. Yeah. Get it, baby Slavin. (laughs) So, welcome back. Um, Hannah was originally supposed to be on the Fuck Buddy episode, but fuckery happened. And fuckery done fucked up. And it just did <laughs> not work out. So we will actually do a little diatribe about that a little bit later. But first, relationship update. Relationship update. Do you want to go first? I always go first. Uh, you do always go first because nobody wants to hear about your perfect relationship. <laughs> <laughs> And it's gonna say more good things. So. Gonna say more good things. No, I'm still. Um, so uh, I had one of my friends actually was talking to her about the two guys that I'm dating last night, and she was just like, "Okay, but which one are you gonna give a rose to?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, no! Like this is I'm totally trying out this polyamory thing. I really do like enjoy spending time with both of them equally." And she's like, yeah, but Rose. <laughs> when you first said, who are you going to give a rose to? I thought you said, who are you going to give a roast to? And then I was like, oh, bitch, I want to be there. Who are you going to fucking roast? I am ready. I can roast anyone, anytime, anywhere. We're going to have a special episode where Paige and I just roast each other. Oh, I don't want to roast you, though. <laughs> Me either. I feel too sad. Here's the thing. I don't know how to play. I I come to win, so I, and winning is usually making people cry. I'm not just like, oh, here's a funny setup and a little jab at you. I'm like, ha, ah, remember that one time you, your parents hate you? <laughs> and that one time they abandoned you? Oh, and the people are like, oh, this isn't fun. And then I'm like, ha, 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 oh, I made that bad? Oh, how can I make it worse? Um, nobody loves you. Ha, 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 is this how it works? Oh, we're not friends anymore? Ha, oh. Literally, all you'd have to say to me is, oh, your mother. And I'd be like, I know. <laughs> I would just fall apart. <laughs> now I know. So, yeah. if we ever so if we ever break up as friends, <laughs> I'm just, I know. Now you, I know. That's all you have to say. Perfect. <laughs> 
But yeah, so anyway, both both relationships are, are going pretty well. It's really nice. I'm going to uh, Apple Hill for Columbus Day, which I'm very excited about. Day? This Monday. When this episode so premieres, so today, so happy Columbus Day. Everybody. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Columbus, like, is it for Columbus? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah you know. Fuck this day. Never mind. Don't <laughs> nobody have a fucking good Columbus Day. I get to go to Apple Hill. I don't give a fuck who beat up who. I get a day off. That's white privilege. <laughs> that is white privilege. And I'm using it to go and go apple picking because I am a white, 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 white girl. I'm going to Apple Hill on the 22nd. <laughs> That's, I was like, bitch, we're going the same day. So, Purple. So, no. So, for those non-locals, um, Apple Hill is a legitimate, like, fall destination, apple-picking, white girl kind of a activity, which I've never done before. And so, I'm oh. very excited. When I was younger, my best friend, she was like, oh, my, me and my family are going to go to Apple Hill and go do all these cool things. And I was like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, well, you go, like, pick apples. You go see just a bunch of, like vineyards that are just apples they have <laughs> apple runs. treats and i'm like oh it's an oh. apple celebration it's an apple ce- i'm like oh okay do they got granny smith they're like she's like usually but mostly like red apples and i'm like what kind of a white nonsense is this <laughs> just go and fuck up some apples okay it always just reminds me of um eliza Sessinger's freezing hot stand-up <laughs> Where she's like, babe, we just need to, we need to go apple picking. Babe, there's no orchards in LA. Well, let's just go to the grocery store and I'll throw apples at your head. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> orchards is what I meant to say. No, not vineyards. Yeah. I was, just I was thinking like apple wine. I'm like, that's delightful. I, I think go. they have apple wine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so white. So. Anyway. I went, I went <laughs> last year. Beer. I know they have apple Oh, I fucked it up with apple beer. Mm. Mm, yes, I do. Apple cider is my favorite, though. Mm. Is that warm? So good. It can be. I don't yeah. like warm stuff. You can. It can be cold or hot. Mm, thank you. There is a, um <laughs> apple vineyard in, um, <laughs> in Vegas where they make apple cider, and it is, like, legitimately, like, they press the apples there, they make everything there, and it is so freaking delicious, and... Chad and I were introduced to it um, by our friends who had like just they just went out and bought like a bunch of it, mm-hmm. and so I had like it was so delicious that like I had two glasses and I was like okay I'm done like it was so good but like it but it like I'm done and Chad because he's overindulgent had four glasses yes <laughs> of apples oh no <gasps> yeah oh and we were we were yeah. at their apartment thank god they had two oh. bathrooms for two hours before he could manage to like get in the car and have us make the 20 minute drive home before he shit himself again <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> gorgeous i'm sure he's gonna love that i told that story too. hi chad hi to be fair, like, I did my fair amount of shitting. <laughs> I'm not pretending like he was the only one who was having issues. It was a good thing they had two bathrooms. John and I went last year, and I was... I started keto literally the week before we went. You're not supposed to have apples because they're oh. so sugary or acidic yeah. or whatever. And I just remember it being the best experience because John was like, Do you want this? Do you want this? And me being like, no. No. I'm <laughs> <Not> keto. <laughs> no, I can't have that. No. No. Which is not a step up from what, like, our usual relationship is. Now I just had an excuse instead of me just being an asshole. <laughs> but this time we're going back. He's like, don't start any fucking diets. Don't do anything stupid. We're going to go and we're going to enjoy ourselves. <laughs> I'm going to throw apples at your head. <laughs> I just like corn mazes. And they have a couple corn mazes. So I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking pumped. Corn mazes are fun. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my, that's my stats update. I'm white. 
<laughs> still white. Yeah. Still hella white. Right. If you had any questions about it. Yeah. And in lieu of relationship updates, we are so going to let Hannah go off on Fuck Buddies because we didn't get a chance to. And I'm super bummed that you weren't on the episode. Oh, God. Oh, man. Hannah's but, got the biggest grin on her face. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. Like, I was mostly talking to you about the difference between Fuck Buddies, Booty Call, and friends with benefits and which is like what are the differences hold on let's let's yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like legit let's get into that yeah yeah, yeah. um don't interrupt me for for reference i have (laughs) had several of all of those in the past year hell yeah (laughs) um but fuck buddies is it's you get together to fuck Mm -hmm. that it's almost like booty call but you're closer friends uh, like you can still hang out afterwards and it not be too weird, but like booty call, it's like all right, let's have sex. Fuck buddies is let's have sex and then maybe we'll chill and you know like catch up after. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends with benefits is the opposite, and you're you know first and foremost friends that can handle having sex without making it impact your relationship. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know they each have their advantages and disadvantages because. It's so fun to bring this discourse advantages and disadvantages of each one. What's up? Present it. All right. So booty call, just simple scratching the itch. You know, you get to you you can have weird sex without you know it being like oh wow my friend that I've known for years is into this. (laughs) They're like fucking clowns. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Would you sure. fuck a clown? No. Why? Because I'm already white enough. <laughs> Does their makeup go all the way down? I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about Pennywise from It, and they're like, okay, do, do they just have makeup on their face, or do like they go full body? Anything that shows, typically. Okay. Yeah. I don't know shit about clowns. I don't. Uh, I don't. M- most regular clowns just do their face. And they wear gloves. Yeah. If you squeeze their penis, does it still make that honky sound like if you squeeze their nose? I wish. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> then I would fuck a clown. Can you just you riding that dick and just... I pretty much have. We're talking about clowns later. Spoiler alert. Disadvantages of the booty call is, you know, it's just... It's not as personal you know, you don't get that personal intimacy a lot of the times. Advantages of fuck buddies. I think fuck buddies are the perfect in between. Yeah. Um, it's it's directly you know in between the advantages and disadvantages of a booty call and friends with benefits. Because friends with benefits, you have the advantage of you know having that intimacy of knowing each other so well, um, and you know you can really grow your sexual intimacy. Okay. Through repeat, because usually when you have friends with benefits, it's not just a one-time thing. Uh, fuck buddies, you know, you're neither super close nor super distant from them personally. Uh, sorry. Uh, I lost my train of thought because I looked at my watch. You're smart. We're recording a podcast. We need to focus. I'm sorry. That's not something I do well. I know. Um, Disadvantages of friends with benefits is 
when people usually like it usually gets to a point where you're like either this is gonna stop or somebody's gonna catch feelings <sighs> so they all have an end date yeah. that's fair yeah. I can see that that's yeah that's fair we have a lot of so I feel so this is episode actually let's let's do the episode recap before we go into to that so okay just, perfect before we go forward <laughs> this is oh, season 2 mm-hmm. episode 17 20 mm-hmm. something girls versus 30 something women Written and directed by Darren Starr. Nobody cares. Synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and the girls try to determine if 20-somethings are friends or foes. Samantha's ex-assistant steals her Rolodex and moves in on her turf. Carrie gets a big surprise. So, the fact that stealing someone's Rolodex is just like such a huge deal is so fucking funny to me. We'll right. totally go into that. But, like, she literally photocopied her Rolodex, and I just want to get into, like, how completely insane that is later. <laughs> <laughs> because Rolodexes. But anyway, um, so we brought Hannah onto this episode because she is a 20-something girl, and <gasps> I am a 30-something woman. And so it totally works out. And I, they really, really pit one against another in this episode mm-hmm. which I think is absolute like horseshit. like I don't like Hannah and I so do not have the relationship that they are portraying in this episode at all like Hannah and I have the perfect relationship I'm sorry Woo-hoo! everybody else but we <laughs> totally rock we, there was a guy that I super super liked because he's adorable and super sweet and and loving and cute and oh, so, so cute. It's kind of gross how cute. It is gross how, like, cute and sweet he is. And I totally had a crush on him. And we were all at a bar one night. And um, both Hannah and I are pretty, like, empathic, like, really feeling people's emotions out. And I totally was like, oh, he digs her. He digs her so, so hard. And without, like, literally a moment's hesitation, I'm like, one of us needs to fuck him and it's going to be you. <laughs> I'm like, I concede my crush to you. This is a true story. This is the 100% true story. And, like, it's so funny because when I talk to other people about this, they're like, wait, what are you talking about? You just, no. Like, she shouldn't have touched him because you liked him. No, that's horseshit. We don't have enough dudes in America <laughs> to be, like, playing feelings games. Somebody needed to fuck him. And eventually she did, and it was the best day of my life. Fuck yes. (laughs) Woke up, texted Paige. I was like, guess what happened last night? And I danced in my office. (laughs) (laughs) I squealed so loud. I was so, so excited because he's just so sweet. And, like, I'm, I'm legitimately happy that somebody <laughs> fucked him. I feel, like I'm not even I'm not even mad that it wasn't me because you know what? Now I get to like just play with the idea of it and like forever not have to like worry about it. Just have that fantasy. This is and, feminism. And this, but it, it is like this is true feminism. It is like I I hate women that like will blame other women when their dudes cheat on them. Yeah, which is garbage. They're always like, oh, the other woman, the other woman, the other woman. No, Bitch, no, hold your man. man. Exactly. Hold your man accountable. You're right. He's the one fucking some other bitch. Yeah, which is why Hannah and I were 
perfectly. We have a perfect relationship. <laughs> I love her so much. This and episode we were... was also written by a man. True. Putting these two women against each other. Pitting. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So that's fucking annoying. It is. Fuck you, Darren Star. Except for younger, you're back. You're fine. <laughs> so good. I never mind. But anyway, so the episode begins with a Brady Bunch exposition, which is garbage. Oh, like, it's such it's trash. So, and it has it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the plot. All you really needed to say, Darren Star, was, "Oh, hey, we have some mutual friends that are that have a share in the Hamptons. Let's go." But it's kitschy. But it's awful. But it's kitschy. <laughs> Kitschy's synonyms are awful. <laughs> in this show, it's not about subtlety. It's not about minor things. It's like, here's the information. It is in your face. <laughs> How can we make a bit about it? It's like all your least favorite people from your sta- like your improv classes who just go on stage, put their one joke, destroy the scene, just so that they can get their punchline in the spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the writing. Yeah. Of Sex in the City. Okay, that's fair. That's good. Yeah. Thinks I'm a writer. Yeah. <laughs> You're a writer. So yeah, so it's this stupid Brady Bunch style way of explaining that the people who own the share in the Hamptons, who we never see. Except for in this exposition. So the person, the people that owned this, the share in the Hamptons had two mutual friends and they didn't get along and blah, blah, blah. And that's They were why. fucking, then they were fucking other people and then they were all upset. They were all weird. Then it yeah. got awkward. Yeah. And then it got awkward. So they were no longer invited. So now they had, they, they weren't sharing it. And so the girls are talking about going and I'm kind of with Samantha in the sense that there really is an age that you get to where you're like, no, I'm not sleeping on the floor of a hotel room with nine other people i'm too old for this shit and so as i old, reached that age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't like sharing but i will <laughs> so yeah i just like i'm no i need to sleep in a bed and it needs to be a good bed like i can't even like, <laughs> i can't even stay in a motel six anymore you guys i'm so like old i never want to get past that point <laughs> motel six is cheap and reliable <laughs> we were getting um a a hotel room for Monday night so that we don't have to drive all the way back in Tahoe. Um, and the guy that I'm seeing is like, um, I'll, yeah, I'll look into either like the Mont Blue or like Hard Rock or something up in Tahoe. And I'm like, Mont Blue. <laughs> so bad. I'm like, that's it. Don't, I don't want Hard Rock. Hard Rock's probably going to have crappy bits. <laughs> but a Mont Blue. But, yeah, but they Blue, got the budget. They could do it. Yeah. I don't know if they might. Bring back something. But yeah. So anyway, um, they finally agree to share like three what is it like three three bedrooms bedrooms. yeah so three bedrooms but the one couple that we never see has to be in one of them so they're sharing two bedrooms so they are essentially still like sleeping i think that other couple just didn't go yeah so i think everybody gets their own room except for charlotte who twice we see on the couch on the the couch Okay. Yeah. Which okay. is kind of bullshit because she's the one that's like, hey, everybody, let's go. Right. Well, exactly. Yeah, but I, you know what? That's totally what, what 30-something women would do. They'd be like, listen, if you're dragging us all here, you get the couch. Yep. That's fair. I would do this shit now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they decide to summer in the Hamptons, which apparently means that they just go there on the weekend. Yes. I was very yeah. confused about this because later on... There's a point where Carrie's looking through a photo album, and we were just like, did she fucking bring this photo album <laughs> to the Hamptons? Until we realized that, no, she's back in her apartment. So we're like, oh, they're there for a day or two. That's cool. But then they keep going back. 
I am very uncultured. I don't know how the fuck New York works. <laughs> Y'all go for the yeah. weekend? For a week? For... Because it also happened in something borrowed. Yeah, where they just go, like, down there. They just... It's just a thing. Where they yeah. go down for the weekend. Which doesn't... I don't know. I don't understand it. Why wouldn't you just go down there for the summer? Especially when all of these women could very easily take a couple of weeks off and just take a vacation. Like... I don't know. Samantha owns her own firm carries garbage <laughs> she can write anywhere and um samantha oh, i guess miranda probably couldn't get off work because she's a lawyer but samantha runs her own pr firm so she could take the charlotte runs her gallery yeah charlotte could take time off of her gallery because i always feel like charlotte she doesn't run a gallery so much as she's just like the front desk person <sighs> <No>. <laughs> like I don't know. She always sort of seems like she's always the one that's, like, greeting people and, like, trying to get them to, like, buy art and adjust. That's what a gallery person does. Yeah, but she also answers the phone. It's her own gallery. I don't know. It's not her own gallery. Because she, she always talks with dudes about how she wants to own her own gallery someday. Like, every once in a oh, while she'll throw she that had. shit in there. Um, it's not her own gallery because she quits when she gets married. Spoiler uh, alert. Uh, <laughs> 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 on a 20 year old TV show everybody watch out <laughs> listen someone spoiled the bible Last for me and I was very upset mm. Mm. was it mother <laughs> did you watch it no I didn't watch it but I you were I, so against it and I loved it see I, I think it's very like I was talking with somebody about it and they said it's very symbolistic and very biblical and I'm just like yeah that sounds like Darren what's Ar- the Aronofsky Lebeski. yeah Aronofsky like it totally sounds like him, so I don't know what everybody's up in arms about. Because it was very heavy-handed. Like, once you get it, then you're just like, oh, I got it. But it wasn't trying to be too smart for its own good. It was telling you this story about symbolism, and it did it well. Really well. It was beautiful. His stuff is always really, really awesome. Like, Black Swan spoke to my soul. I was like, seriously, at the end, I had to, like, sit there and watch the credits roll for 20 minutes to get my shit together. Yes! Because I was like, she was perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I was overcome. It was such a good movie. I've heard that happen twice. One was in Mother, where me and Chris had to sit there and just like soak everything in. But then these like 20 something year old guys were just like, oh, bro, it was symbolism. Did you not notice that? Like, <laughs> did you fucking not know that it was like Adam and fucking Eve and like creationism? And then you got Cain and Abel and the fucking forbidden fruit. And then everyone's like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> we don't have to prove to everybody how smart we are. We fucking got We're it. We don't need your fucking conversation right now. <laughs> Stop. And then me and Chris left. And the other one was Perks of Being a Wallflower. Just because I was like, oh, this was so, so fucking cute. faithful. This was yeah. such a good adaptation. Yeah. It was delicious. It was so cute. And then I walked outside of the movie, or of the screen that it was in, mm-hmm. walked out into the like lobby, and then I hid under a bench. I just laid there for like 20 minutes because I was like, bro, I need some time to process. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sex in the City. Anyways, back to this not great. This not, this not, this, it wasn't that bad episode. So they go and immediately um, go to a frat boy party. Because what why the, not? Because why not? Where they're yeah. obviously uncomfortable, obviously terrible, obviously just a reason for Carrie to meet this 20-year-old, like, awful individual. Oh. This little, like, she looks 12. She looks well. What was her name? Laurel. Laurel. So Laurel, Laurel 
looks. Laurel. She, <laughs> how do you spell Laurel? L O R R R O W R O L. Laurel. She, yeah, so she meets her and she's so like head over heels. Oh my god, you're Carrie Bradshaw. Your article's like my religion, even though I'm a virgin. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And Carrie, Carrie kind of brings it up later too because this girl goes on a rant. She's like, it's not groundbreaking if you're talking about sex all the time. Like, who cares? And then Carrie's like, but you're in love with my Yeah, she's column. like, what do you like about my column? And then it never and gets never, addressed. Yeah, it never gets addressed. And I hate that. Sense. If you're going to bring something up just to say, hey, we're aware that this is a thing, mm-hmm. but then still not answer it, that's cheating. Yeah. Well, and it was it's literally just an excuse for Carrie to interact with a 20-something to show how she is not a 20-something. Yeah. Which is... Stupid. Also, do 20 something go to the Hamptons? Are those for old people? I think in New York well, they do. Yeah, in New York they do because they, they talk like about that. Beach they, bonfires and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, go to the Hamptons. they talked about that in the beginning a little bit where Samantha was just like, I'm not going to the Hamptons like a 20 year old does where we all like pack into the fucking jitney and, you know, go all the way down there and sleep in shifts because we are too cheap to like get our own shit. <laughs> and. <laughs> Like next summer, let's go to the Hamptons. Okay, I don't and then not talk to anybody because they're gonna immediately know they're like, those are West Coasters. <laughs> These are not a people. Whereas we're gonna be like, why is this water so cold? <laughs> why are you so loud? <laughs> why is this jitney so bad? Why do you? Y'all not make a bus. Why do you guys sound so angry all the time? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> so angry. You're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd everybody go? It's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Everyone back to the city. Fuck you guys. Why? Yeah. I thought you guys were on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Special episode. And then we'll go to New <laughs> York the- City on the weekends where it's dead because everyone's in the Hamptons. Ah, exactly. perfect. We got this. We got this. <laughs> All right, let's just collect like $6,000 a piece so we can afford a couch. Yeah. In the Hamptons. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, so the 20-year-old is just ridiculous. Um, Just an excuse. Just like the 20-year-old that works for Samantha was just an excuse to watch her interact with the 20-year-old. Which, I feel like they just really did not represent 20-year-olds the way that they actually are. No, 20-year-olds don't give a shit. Like, well, 20-year-olds now. Oh, true. This was 37 years ago. (laughs) My heart, it just stopped. (laughs) From old age. (laughs) (laughs) sorry no Uh, it's okay i'm okay (laughs) well here's the thing is this show is written by a man talking about women's experiences okay but then he's trying to write from the perspective of these older women so he's like oh so what would be their perspective on 20 something year olds in this friend or foe dilemma so that's how the characters are written instead of just like oh here's how they actually are here's a nice situation for them to experience together it's like no yeah we're immediately against them because they're annoying yeah i you know i'm so sorry i've had allergies so i just need to sneeze for a second bad writing (laughs) 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 damn it yeah guys Bits, we got bits. You like bits, we got them. We got bits. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I 
think that it is really not representative. I don't think it was representative of even the time. Like, I don't think it's representative now. Now I think 20 and 30 year olds and even like 20, 30 and 40 year olds get along just fine. Yeah. Like, and again, maybe that's just because of our theater background. But, like, I can hang with... I mean, we could basically just be, like, one... I say it all the time. I'm like, we're one Barbara Walter short of the view right now. <gasps> where Gorgeous. literally all we need is, like, one 60-year-old to complete the set of 20, 30, 40, like, 50, and then 60-plus. When we did our pieces for the Reno Tahoe International Film Festival... I literally had 13-year-olds, I had 20-year-olds, I had a 30-year-old, and I had a 40-year-old. And I was like, everyone's cool. Mm-mm. Everyone can, everyone's cool. Everyone mm-hmm. can just talk to each other. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> non-theater people this, are different. Yeah. yeah that's How a, are non-theater people? See, and I just Tell don't, us. I, yeah, I don't, what are your experiences? I don't even, even want to know non-theater people sometimes, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, do they all just seem like accountants? Are they just uninteresting? In college and... <laughs> stuff i'm like oh my god you guys can't maintain a good conversation to save your life You're really looking at your phones every 15 minutes you sound like an old person <laughs> i know you have to be on their level because i had great experiences with like kids my age i like it's like 80 percent i don't want to deal with and then there's like 20 percent of the normal folk that i'm like all right you're you cool. i can fuck with yeah mm-hmm. i can chill with you you're on my level yeah. I feel like I just need theater people because I went through my life so much of it being like, I hate everybody. Like, God, I just hate people. I hate people so much. And then when I came back um, to Reno and I got back into theater, I was like, I love people. People are great. I mean, there's one or two. But, like, <laughs> but for the most part, like, I, like, my, seriously, my whole life I'd be like, okay, those two people I like, the rest of you can fuck off. And now it's, like, totally switched where I'm like, the two of you can fuck off. The rest of you are cool. That's cool. That's amazing. That's a good perspective. That is. I I literally had a biology class, and my only friend in it was a 45-year-old man who was coming back to get his college degree, and I was so proud of him. And we would just hang out and have lunch (laughs) instead of going to class. We both failed that class. But Ah. I made a friend. Yay. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) I don't think I made a single friend in college outside of the theater crowd. Ew. I think I yeah me too. I just I, I tried it. and I'd be like, all right, let's get together, share notes, and then bye. Mm-hmm. I hope I never see you again after this class. The friends that I made in theater are the ones who have lasted longer. Mm-hmm. I do give you that one because they're cool. They get it. We run in the same circles. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of just like, oh, that that was nice. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Bye. We were friends for that time, which mm-hmm. I feel is necessary for any perspective taker. And like, oh, we were just mm-hmm. friends for this. Yeah. Part yeah. of our lives. Yeah. Part of our journey. Not even that. I'm just like, all right, let's share notes. <laughs> oh, that's oh. cool. You went to a party. Oh, you got your nipples pierced? Cool. Sick. Sick. Fun. <laughs> I literally met one of my close friends now at a sex ed class that they were facilitating. We went to dinner right after, and she was like, I had my nipples pierced. Showed us, and that's all that. I'm like, I fuck with this bitch. I fuck with this, I fuck with this bitch. We are... We roll tight. And now, even to this day, like, if there's something that happens, she's one of the first people to know. I love her. Yay. Shout her out. Shout out, Tawny. I fucking love you, bitch. Oh, it's Tawny. Yeah. I love Tawny. Natanya Lasagna. I love her. She's so cute. I love her. Hi, Tawny. Listen. She doesn't listen. Tawny and (laughs) I. Mine changed. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> now she will. I'll shout her out. <gasps> Here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We'll set this. Tony, if you're listening, mm-hmm. send me a message. <laughs> there you go. Aww. Say, I heard this on the podcast. <laughs> and then I'll fucking know. And if not... <laughs> Then we know. Then we fucking exactly. know. Can uh, we start doing that to everyone? Can we just call out all the close people? Right. Let's just keep going. Let's just go through our phones and just like, all right, let's go through all the Amandas. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. There's so, so many. many. Oh, so, all right. Back to this. Back to this. Ridiculous. Hold on. I want to talk about Carrie's 25-year-old. Okay. She's writing a memoir. Wait, Carrie's 25-year-old or... Carrie's 25-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Laurel. Okay. Laurel. Yeah. Laurel. Because they meet, they meet later, or because of the situation where they meet, and the girl's like, oh my god, Carrie, I love you, I love your work, let's get together, you can be my mentor, blah, 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 blah. So Carrie invites her to, like, this book release, book something, it's a party, there's a book there, <laughs> which is where Carrie meets her date for this episode, mm-hmm. and the girl's just so obsessed with her, and so in love with her, and then she's like, I have a piece. It, I, is 25 too young to write a memoir? And then I mean, just like, no, of course not. But just like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Totally, I like, oh. totally was like, yes, nothing's like, happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chilling conclusion. Uh, what is, here's the thing: How do you decide to end a memoir? Yeah, when you die. But then you can't finish it. I know. Yeah. That's why it sucks. That's why memoirs are sort of silly in general. I love it. I love. I love a collection of stories as a memoir. Because I never understood how you can tell your life story beginning to end, which is why the memoirs that I read are just like, here are chunks of my life that I can tell you about. Mm. Obviously, nothing has been concluded because life is an ongoing journey, but here's what I learned from these situations. See, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just a terminology thing for me because I think the term memoir is makes it seem like you're done. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, autobiography... It's like, you're not necessarily done, but here's my life so far. See, and I think of them... Um, the switch? I, yeah. I'm yeah. with JD on this one. Yeah, yeah. that, and I totally cop to the fact that, like, I haven't exactly went on to dictionary.com and really figured this shit out or anything, but... Oh. Well, but I it's always a good felt, thing. But I always felt like memoir means you finished. Like, obviously I've hit my peak. <laughs> and so I'm just gonna write about everything that just happened because we're done here. But this is my peak. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your peak. We still have like three more seasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazon.com puts them in the same category, but there's a key differences that publishers use to define each. The timeline covered in the writing. An autobiography focuses on the chronology of the writer's entire life, while a memoir covers one specific aspect of the writer's life. Well, there you go. All right. Wherever you go is where you are. Switching it. (laughs) So, memoirs, fine, then 25 isn't, unless you haven't had anything happen to you yet. And this bitch is a virgin. Yeah. She's a white virgin who, like, parties in the Hamptons. What has happened to her? Literally nothing. Party might be a strong word. Yeah. Who goes to bonfires to the Hamptons? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so they're, um, and Charlotte has met a 25-year-old on the Jitney. Um, Brad? Greg. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Greg. So Greg is, he looked super familiar, but it turns out he's in nothing, apparently. Yeah, he looks really familiar. I looked at his, I looked at his work. It was not, I didn't know him. Yeah, so. He's pretty. uh, He's pretty. Um, but yeah, he thinks that Charlotte is 27, which she could totally get away with. Oh yeah. For sure. But also, it's not that big of a stretch. Like, I think she's 33. Six years. 
Okay, so six years different for us. I would be 17. Could I pass for 17? When you're baby when, faced. Yeah, yeah, when you yeah, when you shave, you could. Yeah. Could I pass for 29? Yeah. I if think you had more of a beard than you like slightly more beard than you do now, yes. All right, Full if any girls want to date me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was so I was at um at a bar the other night with our dear friend Stacy and some co-workers of hers. <gasps> And they would like the age got brought up, and I was just like, oh, "I'm so old, you guys." And one of um, one of her friends is like, "How old are you?" And I told him how old I was, and he was like, "And how much work have you had done?" Oh. <laughs> which is exciting, but also slightly insulting, but also exciting. Yeah, yeah. which I'm like, okay, backhanded, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he legitimately thought that I was ten years younger than I am. And I completely attribute this to the fact that Chad and I lived in Vegas for 10 years and we didn't leave the fucking house because it was hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, the whole skincare thing in this episode where they're like, oh, when did tanning become popular again? Hand me the SPF 45 in which, um, <laughs> which Miranda is just like, they make it in 45 and I'm like, bitch, look at your skin. Yes, they do. Also, right. <laughs> I mean, started laughing because she was covered up in such a way that it was just ridiculous. Yeah. And there's a picture of Chris Colfer from Glee mm-hmm. on the beach. And it was the funniest thing because they look so fucking similar. <laughs> Where it's just like they're oh basically just in sweat, <laughs> sweat pants and Under sweat an umbrella. Under there's an umbrella. pure sunshine around them, but they are not in the sunshine. They look like vampires. Yeah. Please do yourself a favor. Look up Chris Colfer Beach. You will know which photo it is. You will fucking know. <laughs> you will know this. You will know. Uh, but yeah, I really, I loved being like in the sun and being tan when I was a kid, though, like so much. And I probably would st- would have still like stayed on that trajectory had we had not moved to Vegas and it was too hot to be outside anyway. Yeah. Which I mean, on one hand, is actually good for me because now my skin isn't god awful, but also. Do you have a lake down there? Oh, um, yeah, Lake Mead. Okay. Which is awful. Ooh. It's bad. It's no Tahoe. It's, oh, nothing is Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Where's Lake Havasu? Michigan? <laughs> is it? I'm a really, this, listen, it's been a while since I have I've never been learned my lakes. <laughs> I thought it was in, I have no idea I thought where it was Lake down Havasu there. is. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll look it up for us. Um, but no, there's Lake Mead, and then there's the Colorado River, which I actually Arizona. liked a little bit better. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Got it. Too. Yeah. So it's we actually went there more often to the river than we did to... Actually, I never went to Lake Mead, now that I think about it. So I didn't went, know it's a garbage. Um, because I went on a cruise there at night, and it smelled. You went on a cruise? Yeah. To a lake? Yeah. Is that a thing? It was like a Christmas party. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, like a yacht party? Like, no, yeah, like it was yeah, like one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you know how we have the um, the riverboat or whatever up at Tahoe? Yeah. Oh, it's okay, like that yeah. where they basically just like troll you out for like an hour and come back. Can we back. go? To Tahoe? Yeah. Yeah. Into the riverboat and get drunk? Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. I don't we have so many road trips we need to take. I'm, I'm writing a list, we're, and I'm also coming up with ideas. We're hiatusing we're for three years. We have to go on trips. You can find us on YouTube. Find all adventures there. Right. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, anyways. Um, staying out of the sun makes you younger. Proof positive. <laughs> like that. 
Um, when she's back at a book party, though, she meets Carrie, sorry, meets this doctor whose flirting game is pretty on point. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I gotta, I gotta hand it to this dude. Like, he's got it. I'm like, yeah, you're a doctor and you've got, like, a lot of quips and you're, like, quick with your responses and it's cute. It's not creepy ever. Like, he never gets to the point where you're like, oh, that's too much. He's, like, he's super, super good at it. And I'm like, good for you. And a doctor. Like, why are you letting this go, Carrie? You're playing this way too cool. Because she gives him, she writes her number in the book that they're at a book signing for. And I'm, and he's like, well, now I've got to buy the book. (laughs) Which, clever, (laughs) hilarious, hysterical. But I'm like, isn't this the plot to Serendipity? That John Cusack movie <laughs> with Kate Beckinsale. Oh, oh, Kate Beckinsale. What is she doing? I hope she's okay. I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> I'm sure she's recovered from that god awful movie. Which one? Serendipity. Oh, I thought you were gonna brought up. I think I was so defensive because I thought you were gonna talk shit about Van Helsing. Yeah. And I was immediately gonna be like, first of all. Bitch, like I was gonna throw my hair back. <laughs> I was gonna go off. No, that's the only place I know her from. No, I think. And oh, and uh, under under underworld underworld. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I never watched, but also like. Yeah, I never I watched. Okay. I think the only Kate Beckinsale movie I've ever watched has been Serendipity. <laughs> and unpopular opinion, I'm not really a fan of John Cusack, so it was me just either. garbage all over the place. Give me some Joan over John any day. Oh my god, so much so. I love her. She makes me cry every single time I see her. She could be playing a happy role, and I'm like, yes, bitch! Yes, yes. bitch, get it. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are so off topic. Okay, so um, he's got some good flirting skills. They're super cute. Um, and then Charlotte gets crabs. And from the 20-something-year-old brain. Tw- yeah, gross, gross, gross. Um, so Carrie flees to the doctor's... I want to say estate, but that's probably it's probably just like some tiny little cabin yeah. by by the beach, and they're having wine or whatever. And she's like, "Oh, I don't even want to go back there. That's so gross. Like, I I just I don't want to go back there until all the sheets are burned and blah blah blah." And he's just like, "Well, you could stay here." And so, like, they I don't think they even kissed. Mm-mm. No, no, it was completely nice and nice. It was so like super sweet and amazing and. It made me think about um, just sleeping together versus just fucking. Right. And, like, the differences. Like, there's... I feel like there's a lot of emotional differences between the two. Oh, yeah. And and sometimes, depending on, like, the relationship, sometimes just sleeping together is just, like, dude, we're tired. We're tired. Let's just... Let's just sleep Be together. here with each other, but and just then, go to sleep. Yeah, but and then other times... You mean you and I, Paige? Yes, yeah. It's something that we do. We're fucking tired. We're fucking tired. Oh my gosh, we once had, like, so many screwdrivers that we could barely make it into bed. <laughs> it was so great. God, I fucking love you young people. <laughs> it was so fantastic. We were just, like... I Like, I honestly think I, like, stopped you, like, mid-sense, and I was just like, I'm really tired, let's go to bed. <laughs> This, I'm telling you, we have the perfect relationship. <laughs> I, made I want a TV show. I want a TV show. <laughs> we could odd couple the fuck out of it. I'll write it. Oh my god. 
do me, it. a man, telling two women's perspectives. <laughs> but it'll be great. It'll be Trust bad. me. <laughs> okay, Darren. Trust me. <laughs> I'd like to consider myself more of a Michael Patrick King. <laughs> <laughs> That's not better. I just want the three names. That's fair. Joe Daniel Mongolongo. Uh, but also, Darren Star has younger. Yeah. But also, Michael like Patrick King done. I don't know. Look that up in the meantime. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, sleeping together versus fucking. There are, like, interestingly distinct differences. Um, there have been dudes that I have fucked, and then the second that it was done. Oh, Nope. Um, sorry, we just looked it up. It was that Michael Patrick. Came. Yeah. We just did a hardcore. We were so mean. That was really mean. So sorry, sir. It was a guttural reaction. It was. It was a guttural reaction. I can't be blamed. <laughs> just Google Michael Patrick King and then make the same reaction sound. Um, no, anyway, so there, there's. Two broke girls. Sorry. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Was it not? It was it was good like as a one season kind of a thing. Yeah. But then they kept going and I'm like, no, this isn't guys, you can't make the same racist jokes every single season. Ew. Yeah. Like once is funny, twice is not. <laughs> <laughs> one racist joke, you're like, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll give you that yeah, one. Yeah, you're right, you're right. White people are basic. <laughs> I was going to do another racial stereotype, but then I didn't feel comfortable. Good. So I didn't. Thank you. you get one. I get, you get one. I get day. one while well, I'm keeping it for something else then. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So anyway, sleeping together. What do you guys think? I think that there's there's the distinct. So what I was saying was like there's been times where I have like gotten close with somebody, fucked them, and then they were just like hightailing it out the door the second that it was over. And, like, it super hurt my feelings on a friend level. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, what the... F- okay. Like, you, it's your ass on fire or something? Like, you just fucking they broke it. They had a lot of apple wine. They had a and you only have one bathroom to pay. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sorry, I need to poop. I gotta go. I can't spend the night. <laughs> I gotta poop. I gotta poop. I want that excuse for the rest of my life. <laughs> And so, have you had? Have you guys had that experience where it's like sleeping together versus fucking and like? Yes, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because my ooh, back to this classification. I think, I think we were fuck buddies. Fuck buddies. That's what it was. <laughs> and I was with them, and like we would have sex, and then I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Like I kind of want to go to sleep, but it wasn't me that was the problem. They're kind of like, okay, you can go now. Mm. And I was like, oh. oh. Oh, wow. I think one time I tried to spend the night, and I was like, oh. But I can see why. You're right. I should go home. And I'm gonna. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> but now that I'm in a relationship, we have days where we just go to sleep. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not always up for sex, but I'm always up for sleeping. But you're never up for cuddling. I am up for cuddling if we're watching a film. Okay. If we, sleeping. I can hear Talon in my head because every time I say film, he's like, oh, I'm watching a film. <laughs> I'm going to go to the cinema. And that's, it's the funniest fucking thing. And I can't ever say anything because he's right. But I just heard him like, oh, movie's a film. I'm the cinema. <laughs> if we're watching a movie. If we're watching a movie. If we're watching a movie. I like to cuddle. 
if we're about to go to sleep and we want to catch up, like, oh, how was your day? We're cuddling. That's fine. Mm-hmm. When I am ready to go to sleep, but sleep mode is activated, <laughs> move. Move. <laughs> and not closer towards me, move. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> Banana. I, I get to that point when I hit a certain like level in the relationship. Like I'm like, all right, first couple months, let's cuddle while we sleep. And then after that, I'm like, Fuck you, get out of my personal <laughs> space. I want to stretch out. Mm. And you are severely limiting my ability to do that. Yes. I feel like there is a lot to be said for body compatibility when it comes to cuddling while you're sleeping, yes. too. Yes. Like, Chad and I, like, the very first night that we spent together, we didn't have sex, we just slept. And I think we felt like we were, like, obligated to cuddle. And that was, like, I woke up the next day, and I was like, "That's the, that was the worst night of my life. <laughs> I didn't sleep at all. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I was constantly, like, like, worried. I'm like, oh, no, like, I can't sleep with my mouth open, because then my breath will stink in the morning. And so you're just constantly, like, worried about it. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is really uncomfortable. I can't feel my arm anymore. And it was just, it didn't, we did not I hate fit. sleeping as the little spoon. Really? I feel so squished. I'm like on one side, my elbow is in my stomach. I feel like, and then you mm. can't get out. But then if I'm like, the if spoon. I get to be a big spoon, I'm like, I'm a fucking jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, see, I had. <laughs> just losing it at the jetpack. <laughs> Out of everything, it wasn't even a backpack. It was, it was like, a jetpack. <laughs> She's a firecracker. She just goes off. <laughs> yeah, this so, has been a very emotional episode. Yeah, it's been. He started off crying. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So, but yeah, there was. But there was, um, there was that short relationship that I had last summer where we just like we fit together perfectly and we slept in the same position all night. Ew. Yeah. And it was... How did you not atrophy? I don't know. It was just comfortable. We just fit. We just, like, clicked. Um, one, of our, one of our mutual friends talks about how she has a friend who their bodies just fit perfectly together. And so whenever they're together, they just, like, sit and cuddle, like, platonically just because they just click, like, literally into yeah, each other. Cute. And I'm like, that's adorable. That is. I want to find my Lego bit. Have you <laughs> slept with any of these two people you're dating now? No, I have not. That would be the ultimate test. That's who you give the rose to. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fight to the STD test finish. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> just, that was terrible. I'm sorry. That was fantastic. Joe, me. Oh my god. <laughs> You're shaking your damn world today, bud. <laughs> Sorry. It's happened. It's a weird day. Mercury's in Gatorade. Something's happening. <laughs> Mercury's in Gatorade. So we're going to uh, Yeah, so, no, but I've had, I've had like one or two relationships where we fit together really well and it was like, all right, let's cuddle half the night. Mm. And then we'd be like, all right roll over and just fucking sleep on your own but when i was in the the two and a half year relationship it just became a my foot is touching your foot and that's how we know we love each other there you go i would rather a full-on cuddle than the small cuddles really yeah i was telling i was telling childhood i was like oh it'll be nice you'll get away like after cuddling and it's always just that little foot that comes forward and i wake up and like my hands are ready to fucking fight somebody i was like why (laughs) why did you feel that need or just like the little like 
Elbows, elbows brushing against each other. The foot. He likes the to drape his foot over. The I just, knee. I just mm. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> See, I like um, personally the when once you're like done with the full on snuggling, mm-hmm. the butt snuggling I think is my favorite. Like butt to butt. Where you just like but, touch butts and you just go to sleep because then you have your own shit. Yeah. You have your own space. So you're good. Oh, you're see, comfortable. I sleep on my face, so that doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They just sleep. They just sleep on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Hannah? Rolls off the bed. You're just like smooshed in there. The it's memory, memory foam. foam. <laughs> <laughs> Give her five minutes. She'll pop back out again. <laughs> For me, I think it's just that little invasion. Because like yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, we did our thing. You're yeah, in your bye. country. I'm in my country. <laughs> and then like the little the foot touching. It's just like a. <gasps> You did. I, I did not see your credentials. There's no passport here. You are invading my country. Go back. <laughs> Too funny. Okay. So to go back a little bit, Samantha's 20 year old. What is this episode about? What are we? We're so bad. We're just we're gonna skip around for a little bit. So Samantha's 20 year old assistant is a is a big old jerk face. Yes. Um, I'm trying so hard not to curse anymore, and it's just dumb. I guess I wanted to call her a really bad name. Um, she's a total jerk. Uh, she quits and <coughs> takes a copy, I say in quotations, of Samantha's Rolodex. For those of you at home that are too young to remember what a Rolodex is, which is fair, I barely remember what a Rolodex is, it is literally a wheel where there are little pieces of paper, like index card kind of style. Mm-hmm in order that you roll around and it's hard to take one out and it's hard to put one in and the idea that somebody was petty enough to spend three fucking hours taking out and photocopying each and every one and taking that giant bible of a book home with them to fuck with somebody like that's a whole other level of petty this 20 year old's nuts yes like super duper insane she photocopied my rolodex i'm like did she (laughs) holy hell i'm pretty sure that it would have been less time consuming to go through the rolodex and put it on an excel spreadsheet because they had those back then i know they did and just email it to yourself like what is wrong with people? There are so many so wacky ass throwbacks in this. They like, just wanted to say Rolodex. They just wanted to say yeah. Rolodex. That's true. Because they wanted her to feel old, I think. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't think 30 year olds at that time period used Rolodexes. Was she 30? She might have been closer to 40. Yeah. Point. Oh, no, because they have a. No, because she turned 40 in one of the birthday episodes. Okay, so Recently. she's 40, but still. Right, 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 So, I mean, they say it, that she feels like a 20-year-old until she's actually faced with an actual 20-year-old. Yeah. Which is fair. But, like, even, like, Fat Boy Slim was playing at the <laughs> at the frat party, and I was just like, oh, my God, I love this song. I love <laughs> Fat Boy Slim. This is such a throwback episode. Rolodexes and, and freaking Fat Boy Slim. So great. Um... But so anyway, so she steals the Rolodex and then immediately throws a party in the Hamptons, which is a garbage party where it's like, it's cowboy cowboy themed. themed. Oh, it's cowboy themed. And it bothers me so much that 
Carrie just happened to have an ugly cowboy hat in her luggage to go to this party because they didn't know until the day before that it was happening. I yeah. thought that was the funniest thing that you brought out. <laughs> it was like, Carrie didn't know she was coming to this party. Yeah. She brought that fucking hat. <laughs> yeah. She brought that hat on purpose. Mm-hmm. You had that in your arsenal already. Gross. <laughs> So Sabatha's totally going to kiss um, her assist or ex-assistant's ass at this party because it's going so well, and then it all falls apart. And she feels so validated in the fact that that the twenty-year-old didn't actually best her, and then introduces her to Charlotte's twenty-something-year-old so that she can get crabs. Oh, that was such a beautiful. Oh, oh. God, old bitches still got it, man. I will give oh, yeah. Darren Star this. He knows the petty. He knows yeah. the yeah. petty. What does Darren Star look like? We saw Michael Venture. Oh, I don't know that I want to know. I want to know. I do. It, much like much like the gold and silver coffee, I don't want to know where it comes <laughs> from because I don't want to ruin the image that I have in my head of how wonderful it must be. Because I want Darren Star to be this good-looking, annoying... Lo- I want him to look like Big. <gasps> oh, I always pictured him much more... 20-somethings-year-old skeevy, like, wears a tight suit, but no socks, and some Oxfords. Now we have to see what he looks like. ruh row. <laughs> He's fine. Is he good? Like, he does. He looks like big. Yeah. yeah. I was okay. I made it. <laughs> Image not shattered. <laughs> Fantastic. Ew, poor Sarah Jessica Parker. Why? Look at her. What do you mean, look at her? He's really short. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, because she's like 5'2 or 5'0 or something. She's tiny. Even in heels, so yeah. would make her that much taller. Yeah, even if she was in killer heels right now, he's like 5'7? Yeah. 6? Yeesh. You guys are weird. What? I don't see it. You don't see it? You no, but I also, do, I'm not good at estimating people like this. That's fair. Yeah, but she's tiny. Oh, that's a cute picture. It's a glamour shot of all four of the girls with Darren Star. Aww. That's actually really sweet. That is. Yeah. Let's mimic the same photo. Okay. Screenshot it. Send it to me. Um, so. Let me take a photocopy. Let me take a photocopy. So, um, the episode ends with the meeting of Big and the introduction of Natasha. So. <gasps> So Carrie sees Big from across the room. And I thought that it was... Because he wasn't facing camera. And so I thought that it was the doctor. Yeah. And so I was like, why is she being... Is she being weird about him, like, just talking to another girl? Like, that's so... I mean, all you guys did was sleep together. You didn't fuck. Like, you didn't even kiss. Like, don't get all up in arms about this nonsense. And... And then I was like looking, I was like, is it? And I legitimately out loud, I was like, is that big? <laughs> and I was on that train, I was like, bitch, that is big. Yeah, and JT was like, that? Mm-hmm. that's it. And I was like, oh, okay. And so he makes all of these excuses, like he was going to call her, the deal fell through, like all the stuff that like, as a woman, I can see as a woman, as a crazy woman, like, like Carrie is, What's going through her head is immediately like, okay, it fell through and you didn't immediately call me, which means you don't care about me, which means you never loved me, which means spiral, spiral, spiral. And like, it's so ridiculous and crazy. And she's obviously super upset because she runs out to the beach and she's got to have Miranda fold her hair back because she's going to throw up. She's like dry heaving. 
She is. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I we, I think she was on like a bad acting kind of. Yeah, she was because even her because the last episode she was a little rough, where she, um, where she, where she she got flicked by the cigarette and she was oh like, yeah stage acting and I feel like this was on the same level where I was like um so. What's going on with you, bud? You having relationship problems? Is there, is there trouble at home? Because you're not doing so well on set. <laughs> oh, poor. She's sir. not usually like that, though. She probably just had a bad couple of weeks. That's fair. Yeah. Everybody gets an off day. Everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets that way. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Do you not know what I'm talking about? I don't know. It's Anna Montana. Oh, see, I'm too old. JD, <laughs> why did you look directly at me? Because I was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't. I'm disappointed. disappointed. I do. I'm still disappointed because you didn't sing along. <laughs> it's Hannah Montana, okay? Yeah. I had to make a point not knowing any of the words and to any of the songs. <laughs> That's fair. And then Carrie, when she's on the beach, her final monologue is uh, something about the friend in front of us, 20-something-year-olds. And she's like, 20-something-year-olds aren't really that bad until you see one with the man who broke your heart. And I was like, oh. That's kind of sad. It didn't really amount to much because right. I feel like the whole episode was written around that one line that Darren Star was like, ooh, ooh, I just came up with a good line. Let's write an episode about it. Yeah. yeah. Which is what this felt like. But just that one, I was like, oh, oh, that was nice. Because mm. her experience with her 20-year-old was good. Yeah, it was positive until it was negative with Natasha. Who's 26 or 27. Yeah. And Big's ass is like 50. Yeah. He's too, that's too old for I feel a little bit, but um, we did. Actually- Hannah trying to do the math in her head just to make sure she's like, "Do I fit in that?" Okay, <laughs> which kind of like we didn't really talk about our question. Oh, we didn't. So that made be- a sound like you skipped it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we did. We do do our like you know questions of the week, and because of this episode, it actually makes a little bit more sense to like yeah, yeah. to like talk about it right now. Anyway, so. Um, we asked everybody, what was your biggest age difference in dating? Because I really feel like Big and Natasha wouldn't have anything in common. Because he's, not only is he older, but he also is very, like, business-oriented and, like, serious. And she's, like, just, I mean, she's a little bit more serious than a normal 20-year-old, as we'll see later. But for the most part, she's still young. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't seem like they'd have anything to talk about. So... I asked everybody, how big was your biggest age difference in dating? So we got 17, 13, 16. Um, Somebody said 20, but he had lied and said it was 14 years. Uh, We did an Instagram poll, and most people said that there's been a 10-plus age year difference with people that they've dated. That's exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we had somebody say 20 years. My husband and I are celebrating our 20th anniversary next week. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. So, so cute. Um, And someone else said 22 years, but we weren't dating. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So I'm like, okay. Someone's better. Drama. Um, But yeah, speaking of like anniversaries and events and things like that, I want to do a quick shout out for uh, our, our listener, Neil. It is his birthday today, which means that technically we will be late in saying this. So happy belated birthday. Happy belated to our biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> He does. He like. I think he's the only he one cares. who like listens to every single episode. And yes. So, 
thank you so much for being our biggest fan. You super rock. You are amazing for reasons outside of this podcast. Truth. But also because of this podcast. Thank you so much. We love you. We love you, Neil. So yeah, um, so that is the episode. Our next episode is actually the season finale <laughs> of episode two. Of episode two. Episode two. Of <laughs> season two. It's the season finale it's of this season, episode. It's the season finale of this episode. Because Darren's so extra. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, so it is going to be season two, episode 18, X and the City. <gasps> Funny. Funny. That's witty. It's so witty. And that just means that there's going to be more drama with Big. So that's going to be fun. Ooh. So And also preview, Steve comes back. Yay, Steve comes back. I'm so excited. I'm fucking pumped. <laughs> pumped for Steve. So um, any any parting thoughts, wisdom, anything? Banana, do you have anything uh, that you want to... Fuck y'all are looking at me. ...that you plug, want to plug, so fucking or beautiful. whatever? Yeah. Oh, Look, I mean... Upcoming I, projects? Yeah, I could plug the show I'm working on right now. Uh, so Generation We, a hip-hopera. <laughs> uh, it's a really cool show that we're creating and performing throughout end of October and early November. We open on the 20th of October... I hope I said that the right date. <laughs> um, it, it's, a, it's like that weekend, all right? Yeah, totally. Um, it's actually created from a local band, Weapons of Mass Creations uh, album that they are releasing the second half of with this performance. Cool. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. And what theater is this at? It's at Good Luck Macbeth Theater. And oh, thank you, is Joe. it goodluckmacbeth.org yes. that they can go to? Yes. Cool. Sweet. So yeah, check that out, Reno locals. It'll be super fun. Uh, is there anything that you've got coming up, Joe? Um, no. Which okay. is super fucking exciting. I am pumped for not having anything coming up. Fair. But I would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, go ahead and go on iTunes and subscribe, and also give us a nice rating. And if you want to, leave a nice comment. That'd be super sick. That'd be super. Also, I want to give a shout out to the girls on Fifty One First Dates, the podcast. I have been listening to them, mm-hmm. and I fucking love them, and I feel comfortable with them, and I want to be their friends. <laughs> they are. They're pretty cute. So I'm only, I think I'm halfway through their second episode right now, and I I actually, like, texted Joe, and I was like, oh, they said they weren't going to talk shit about these guys that they're dating, so I'm kind of out. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm like, I'm here for the drama. I'm sorry. If we're, if we're not going to talk about this, but I, but I won't. I'll listen to the rest of the episode. I had to just go to work. It started. It got me talking because in the second, second or third episode, they were talking about types. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your type? And then I was like, what is my type? And I, I was having this conversation with my boyfriend, and we both figured out that we both have different types of type. So we have like celebrity types, mm. and then we have yeah cr- people that we get crushes on. That's a specific type. Mm-hmm. But then the people who we see just randomly in the streets that we would just want to like have sex with. Mm-hmm. That's also a different type from like the crush than the celebrity. Oh, true. Yeah. Versus then the people that we would date type. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. oh. That's fascinating. Yeah. It's also interesting how many types like you as opposed to you liking types. Because <sighs> oh. I noticed that a lot with my friends in Vegas. How, like, we're, there's a friend of mine who she loved, like, the punk kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And she would get so pissed at me because they would talk to me. And I'm not attracted to those kind of guys. So I'd be like, um, she's over there, guys. Like, I don't want you. <laughs> like, go like, go over there. I don't want your punk ass. Like, ah! 
No, but literally, I was like, no, it's not. Uh, sorry, buddy, that's not. I'm not into you. But like, I would be into like some just white and basic, like the like surfer kind of like mm. types, mm-hmm. and like just the like the slightly built, but not like the meathead built. Yes, and like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that's my that that I love. Um, but they're never attracted to me, <laughs> so it never works out. Um, but before we go, I did want to talk age difference because Hannah actually has experience in that too. Hey, <laughs> I do. I date a lot of older dudes. <laughs> Why is that? Are you more attracted to them? Is it just people who fall into your lap? Uh, I'm attracted to their mental maturity usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, I seem to connect a lot better with people of that age group anyway. I mean, you know, Paige and I are great friends. When I got into the theater crowd locally... I just clicked with all of the people that are like 30, 40s. And it, it's kind of the way I was raised, you know? And people tell me I have an old soul. <laughs> and I've just been perpetually like 33 my entire life, really. Yeah, I was born 40. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like it's, it's nice when I get together and I'm like, all right, we can actually be on the same page when it comes to, you know, relationships. We can be on the same page when it comes to life experience. Because hmm. a lot of people my age don't have the same type of life experience I do. Mm-hmm. So the biggest age gap I've had was 17 years older. Hmm. I was 21, dating a 38-year-old. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was... And then I... I also dated a couple like mid thirties, early thirties. <clears throat> ah, my voice. <laughs> uh, early thirties, late twenties. Usually anything from like twenty eight to almost forty is like prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's prime for me to go after. But there's something to be said for maturity level as well. Yes. Like I, I enjoy the company of people that are younger than I am, but that are emotionally more mature. Yeah. Like, Joe is definitely not a normal 20-something. That's what I've been told. Um, <laughs> and the, most of the people that I hang out with, actually, there was, like, an incident a couple of weeks ago where I was jarringly remembered that a friend was a 20-something because they acted like an immature little bitch, <laughs> and I got pissed about it. And they, but they manned up and apologized and everything was fine. But like, it was a really kind of jarring, like, why are you acting like this? Only 12 year olds act like this. And then I was like, oh, oh, cause you're 12. Oh, you're that's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so that's our episode. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Twitter, there's links for everything. There's the links for all the Don't things. be lazy, you can Don't, look it up. Yeah, you can just look it up. It's fine. It's either we swear on Chanel or I couldn't help a podcast. You still did the work for them! <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. Because you know what? As a stage manager, I know that people won't do the work for themselves. Oh god, that's ain't true. That's the motherfucking truth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actors, am I right? Oh, you're right. Oh man, you so are right. Alright, so until next time, you guys, Remember, always wear a condom. Bye. Bye.